pull up a bar stool. We're going to shake things up a little bit today. Confuse you, maybe? Normally, we have John Robinson on to discuss entrepreneurship topics. We have Andrew Foxwell on to discuss Facebook ads topics. Well, JR's on a plane to Boston and uh, brought Andrew back to the show. But we're going to talk entrepreneurship, not Facebook ads. We're going to talk about uh, closing out 2017, how we uh, evaluate how we did. And we're going to talk about how we're planning for 2018. What are the methods to all of that, too? I think you'll see that Andrew and I have completely different approaches on that and how we evaluate, how we plan out um, next year and future years. But I think you'll enjoy this. So sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Limber Digital on Facebook. Here's another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and get you drunk on social media and sometimes entrepreneurship. And that's what we're doing to get you really confused. JR isn't here today. Andrew Foxwell is. But we're not talking Facebook ads. We're talking entrepreneurship. So we're also streaming this to the PHC Entrepreneurs Group. How are you doing today, Andrew? Oh, I'm doing good, John. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. How are you doing? Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I'm starting to lose my voice already, <clears throat> as you know. Uh, I'm wrapping up the year. Uh, we just did our last webinar of the year, free webinar. Uh, we're going to do our last training program of the year tomorrow. Andrew's going to lead that. We're going to do yep. Facebook analytics. Um, so there's all this that's happening right now. It's related to finishing up the year, planning for next year. I mean, these are the kind of things I want to talk to you about. So, I mean, it's funny because we can go lots of different directions on this. Um, it's because it's not just, you know, what you're doing for your business and your planning and everything else, but maybe what, what you're talking about with clients. Um, and, and I think my initial interest is just what you guys, you, you and Gracie are doing for your business. Mm-hmm. Um, right. As you wrap up the year, how are you finishing it? How are you evaluating it? And what are you doing? I mean, it's, you know, first of all, I think it it should be said that, uh, that this is, this year, um, has been, has been a really crazy one, um, because not, you know, not only politically, Mm. but Mm. it's been put in our, in our business, it's been crazy because, um, so much of what we do is just like everybody else, right? It's not really about your business. I mean, it's, everything's tied together, right? So the business, the work, your life, uh, your, you know, your family. And so, um, it's been a challenge because we have a, we're doing a home renovation this year, which, which, you know, so that's been a, a really big difference in a lot of what we've been doing because, um, our goal has been to, you know, keep the business running and keep us keeping a small business running at that to be able to, to be able to, you know, afford doing this. Um, so that's been a really big part of it in terms of our success this year. Uh, I think the uh, the other thing that that I'll say is, um, you know, now we're trying to look back, and it's we just got through Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and it's been it's been crazy. Uh, it, it was it was a lot uh, of work, and I think now it's really a thing of how do we get back to 
the true Foxhole digital things that we want to do, mm. right? Why we started the business. Um, uh, and because we've really, I think, gone a little bit overkill on, mm. <laughs> on work. And so uh, if you look at, if you look and assess our business this year from a financial standpoint, which we've been doing uh, recently, things look great. Uh, if you look and assess them from a life quality standpoint, which is way more important to me than the money, um, it's okay. It's not fantastic. Uh, it's been, it's just been a lot. Mm. Um, so that's, that's sort of initially some of the things that, that we're doing. Um, and you know, when we're, when we're assessing things here in December, we're taking a lot of time to look back at, you know, where there's inefficiencies, um, looking back at communication with people looking back at where we're spending a lot of our time, you know, I time track every single minute of everything that I do. Yeah, you do. I think that's crazy. So, you know, you can see basically that about, uh, in a professional sense, of course, you can see that actually in in stuff that we have running or that that we're doing business wise. And I spent, uh, this year I've spent 22% of all of my time on Foxwell digital things. That could be sales calls. Hmm. Um, that could be, uh, working on the business um, to, yeah, market ourselves. That could be, you know, you name it, right? So, and and of that, you know, there's, if you look, actually, I have a, a task across all of our clients that is common. So you can see it across all clients and of the client work that we've done, um, 17% of our time is communication side of it. Ooh. So 20% of the time. So that's, so a lot of what we do is communication, right? So, so now it becomes a question of what are the efficiencies uh, or how could I be better, right? Because maybe I'm not communicating as well as I could. Um, so so, so. You, you said something at the, the, near the beginning of that <clears throat> that I want to go back to. Why did you start Foxwell Digital? Yeah, so I mean, so Gracie and I started Foxwell Digital um, for the most part because one, we felt that we could do b- things differently and better than other places we had worked. Um, two, we saw a gap in the in the marketplace. But the main reason we started it was because we wanted to live our, an intentional life. We wanted to live intentionally to um, be able to go out to lunch together, to be able to have work-life balance, yeah. and to be able to enjoy life and travel. That, that, um, uh, that lunch you know. is under underappreciated so what well, i highly advise you make it part of your schedule and your routine yes we do good because that's that's something that lisa and i now do we've been doing for the past close maybe a year every friday that we do but we, we go out we go out to lunch and it's part so i don't schedule stuff you know that conflicts with it you know i'm always just booked i'm not available so you, you are doing that right now yeah, so ours is a little bit more fluid. We don't have it on one day or another. Usually it is a Friday as well, but sometimes it'll be a different day. I mean, uh, but that's a huge thing because the other thing that comes down to it is if you're running a business specifically with your spouse, you have to actually have time to have a business meeting. Mm. <laughs> you know, you have to have a, a time to actually go through the business. And the business, a business meeting doesn't necessarily have to be what are we doing to make more money? How can we be better? It's things like, what are, you know, it's looking forward. It's just like any other business. And so people kind of think it's funny, I'm sure, but, um, but that's a, h- a huge part of it. And, and that's one of the reasons why I started to have that freedom to be able to, to do that. And I think the, the power of, of that is you start to realize 
how much you can really start to understand more even about your business partner and your spouse when you start to live intentionally to do that. I think that's really important to understand. It's not like it's just something to do to be nice to be able to have lunch with Gracie, right? It's, it's nice it's about, too. What's that? It's, it's nice too. I'm sure. It's very nice. Yeah. Yes, it's very nice. Yeah. So, so anyway, so that's kind of, uh, so that's kind of as we're, assessing and, and, and looking at it. I mean, what are you, what type of stuff uh, are you doing to look at uh, the business overall and, and assessing? I mean, and I'd like to talk about planning too and what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I get tired because as you know, I'm, I'm organized and not organized at the same time. So like, I don't do all this minute counting and hours counting, all that stuff. <clears throat> but basically what I do is I don't, I don't, it's not a mind map. Uh, it's I use a lot of bullet points of like evaluating, you know, what what I did this year and what needs to be changed. What I'm gonna do next year. Um, first of all, as far as goals, um, most of it's you know just the basic revenue based goals. Now I mean I keep a spreadsheet and the main thing is I'm just trying to beat the same month from last year. That's that's my main yep. goal there yep. um, every month and, and we're gonna do that ten out of the twelve months and two of them. The two that didn't, it's like it was by a few hundred dollars or something. Um, and in each case, I, I, it was during summer months where it was baseball. And like, I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. Like if we didn't beat that month. But um, so, so in terms of uh, evaluation, that's the first thing I look at. Second thing, kind of like you. I mean, you know, what is there anything I'm spending too much time on? What? But I think I've got all, all that squared away now as far as how mm-hmm. I spend my time. That I think that is now pretty much how I want it. Now the question is, are the products that I have and the current strategy I'm using what I'm going to carry forward? <clears throat> Am I going to continue to do these free webinars? Am I going to continue to do these quick video tutorials? And I, the training programs, are they going to be the same? Are we going to do something different? What are they going to be? What's the topic? So how I end up if doing, going through all of that, it, first of all, starts usually with a conversation with JR, And then I just start writing. And like a lot of bullets of like, so okay, this is this is the way I see it. This is what worked, what didn't work. This is what I think we should do. And honestly, I get so much more out of just writing it than I do talking about it, because it was from um, it was like a month ago or so that it all kind of came together for me is through one of these exercises of just writing it out that I figured out that these training programs need to be two session, not four. That they mm-hmm. need to be one forty seven that we need to raise the price of PHC Elite to be consistent with that. So then people have the option of either doing the training program itself or PHC Elite, and that'll inspire them to sign up for PHC Elite, which will increase, increase sign-ups without promoting it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all this started coming together, and then you know I started mapping out, okay, what are the topics I'm going to cover? Oh, we need one more way to... Okay, so how can we add more value to that group to make 147 worthwhile? Well, the quick video tutorials are now going to be PHC only. These We, we started doing these... Uh, um, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, the uh, happy hours. We're going to do happy hours for PHC yeah. elite, these virtual, virtual uh, get-togethers. Um, even the live training programs now, which didn't used to be available to PHC elite, I'm, I, we're going to stream that <clears throat> starting tomorrow to the PHC Elite Facebook group. So like it all just started coming together. Um, Siri thinks I'm talking to her. You need to unlock <laughs> It's just all just started coming together that way and it's not probably in the 
you know, probably most organized way that maybe you do or a lot of people do, but you got to find what works for you. And so I, I honestly, this is the first time in a long time I've, I have felt really together and focused, you know, two months ahead of the end of the year as far as what I was going to do beginning in January. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's huge. The thing I was talking about to another uh, friend of mine, entrepreneur friend of mine is, um, is that, that kind of thrown out the notion of everything that you know, you know, and, and like doing, as you talked about that, we're doing the training program that starts tomorrow. Well, like the training programs are really, they're very difficult for me. Right. Like, I don't think that for a lot of people, I actually don't think they would be as difficult, Um, but they're hard and they take a lot of time. And it actually takes me out of, uh, you know, really what's, what I normally do, which is one of the things that I think is, is why I like it yeah. uh, because it is hard. And I, I think one of the, I'm thinking about entrepreneurs like over time and <laughs> I don't know, doing some existential thinking about it. Like one of the things that's, that is very clear to me now that we've been in business for three years is we could clearly go and, and keep doing what we're doing and we'd be okay. Right. You mm. could keep doing it and you could, you could, you know, it's, it's doing good. You're, you're got clients and, and you could, you could have it be what it is. You could, a lot of people take the method of, yes, we're going to keep doing that. And then we're going to add more. We're going to add <laughs> more clients, right? Yeah. We're going to add more because that, that seems to be working. Um, and they look at the financial number. For me, the people that are most inspiring to me are the people that basically say, are looking at something and they say, nope, I'm not going to do that. And they turn a different direction and start doing something else. And that's really where where I think Gracie and I are trying to find ourselves now mm-hmm. is how do we do something different like training programs? How do we do we're going to do an in-person workshop with our friend Austin in Austin, ironically mm-hmm. enough, uh, in February? That's really hard, right? Because you have to break everything down and you have to explain it and you have you have 20 people there that are going to be, you know, you're gonna, I'm, we're going to be teaching to. So that's really a thing I think of as we look to 2018 is how can we not think about top line client growth, but how can we think about doing other things with partners that we like to provide value um, that are going to, you know, kind of start to complement some of the other things that we, that we do. Uh, Because I think it's very easy to get comfortable. Yeah. Um, And a lot of people feel like that. And, you know, I mean, we've gone in a weird arc too. I mean, Facebook ad agencies have gone from, you know, increasing every year of being a thing that's really growing. And, and a lot of people have a, a Facebook ad agency, uh, you know, consultancy business that's a stable business. And that's awesome. And so now the question is, you know, what are you going to do? I was talking to another colleague. He said he's going to go into actually going on Amazon ads. That's going to be, mm-hmm. he wants to learn about Amazon ads as well. That's fine. I don't want to do that because that's not where I want to spend my time to learn that. But some people that's their answer is to learn another skill that they're going to add to the toolbox. So anyway, just, just like some thoughts as you think about 2018 of, of what do you want to do? Is it about the financial stuff? Because if it's about financial and growing, then you can do that. If it's about learning new stuff and pushing yourself differently, then you can do that. I mean, you ha- the nice thing is we have choices. Yeah. Yeah. I- <clears throat> This has been a really weird year for me because I feel like it's been a tale of two different years. Because the first ha- first 
seven, eight months of the year. Um, it was according to book, according to the book, exactly the way I laid it out. It was successful in every way except for one, um, and that I was getting bored. I was getting, I was getting comfortable. I was getting, I was like, so basically the way I set it up was perfect because like, you talk about quality of life and making sure you had time for other things. Well, so everything I was setting up was to minimize my amount of effort to create a lot of repeatability. So like these free webinars, doing this, doing the free webinars every month, doing the training programs and doing the same training program almost every month. And so all, all this repeatability, but the, so it was efficient, it was extremely efficient. So it was the most successful I've been by far in those ways. And the crazy thing is I did it intentionally. That's what I, that's why I've been working for. I like, I want to find a way to create more time. And then I got bored. <laughs> right. You know? So and what's crazy is like this, these past couple of months, this is about as energized and as excited as I've been in a long time. I think it all comes down to balance. Like I, I it was important that I, that I set it up that way. I think it, it was, it made it, you know, a successful business or whatnot, but it's important though to also have some change, um, to there's to make things interesting, and the fact that okay now we're looking at doing two, a different training program every two months that's going to provide some change. The fact that you know we have different content um, all over the place, whether it's writing blog posts or doing these quick video tutorials. Um, we got PHC entrepreneurs, PHC elite, PHC basic. Uh, yeah, you know, there's kind of a lot of things going on without there's still, it, it's still not like overload of work to do. I don't, I don't feel like I've generated a whole bunch of work to do that I did, um, that I don't have time for. It's just, it makes things more interesting now because I've created some change and, and we'll yeah. see, we'll see how long that lasts if I get bored again next year. But that's, I mean, it's been six years, you know? So yeah. it's really easy to, to kind of fall into routines. Well, and- there's, been two, there's been two things that I think are, are, are big and influential to, to me this year. Um, I, I mean, have been influential this year is one is the concept of a buffer in your schedule, right? This is uh, a tool that I learned from Greg McEwen of Essentialism, which if you haven't read that book, I would and JR pick talks it up. About, JR talks about it all the time, too. Um, is the idea of, with essentialism of, of building in buffers, right? Yeah. So that's one. And I actually, we interviewed a, a productivity uh, guy on our pod, uh, this other podcast I'm on, uh, e-commerce influence last week. It's going to come out um, after the first of the year. And this guy is, he consults with Apple, Google, internal training teams, their internal product design teams on uh, productivity. <laughs> he's in, and he's crazy. He lives around the world and all this and one of the things he said was, he said, one of the first exercises I do when I work with teams is I have them go through and I have them write down all the things that are on their list. And then I have them realistically assign an amount of time that that is going to take them and then add it up. And he said, the first time that I did this with myself, I was c- going to work 75 hours. <laughs> he said, I did this with a product manager the other day. And on his list, it was it was, uh, what did he say? It was 110 hours, I think, or it was over 100 hours. Right. Okay, so that's some, that idea of, of, of the time is obviously that's an insane number, right? That's, that's crazy. The, the, the buffer 
is huge as it relates to what you're talking about, which is, which, and to me, it correlates with experimentation. So for me, I ha- if I build a buffer in, which we do on Friday afternoons, I always take Friday afternoons off. Mm-hmm. Um, I build, I have a lot of time in, uh, I purposefully front load my schedules always. So I have a, I'm really busy in the beginning of the week. I'm really busy early in the mornings. So I don't take a lot of meetings in the afternoons. And I have to build that buffer to be able to experiment. Because if you're not experimenting, you're going to get bored. Mm-hmm. And for me, that experiment is things like, I'm going to call the biggest ad agency that I know of and just see who I can get on the phone. <laughs> like, like that I did, I've done that. And now like people say, where do your leads come from? I'm like, I have some of the biggest agencies in the world that refer smaller stuff to me that they, that isn't a fit for them purely because I asked. Yeah. Like that experimentation is really interesting. Like one thing I always think about with experimentation too, is the idea of, of going to people that are not the biggest or the smartest going to people. I love going downtown, going to downtown Madison, going to co-working spaces, talking to people that are brand new in their business and finding out what they're doing because they don't have any other constraints. They don't have a financial constraint. They don't have, you know, they're thinking blue sky, blue ocean. They're like, whatever, you know? Yeah. I'll think about that. And so that experimentation is, is huge as it relates to the buffer too. And that's what you did, right? You, you, you planned, but you also planned to have time to think about it and, and rework it. And I think that the program and the way that you've redone it makes a ton of sense, right? Because it's providing more value to that community that, that we have. It's providing to the communities that we have. Uh, it's providing, um, you know, the quick tutorials uh, in a better way. It still allows you that independence that you want, location independence, time independence, you know? So, I think that makes a ton of sense, and um, and you know there's many different ways to go about planning, but a big one is, I think if a lot of people built in, ten you know man three hours a week for for just thinking, that would that would be a crazy experiment. Do it. I mean, I think this has been really the secret of how I've found uh, contentment with with my business, and my, I'm not overextended. Because I mean, like this week is a abnormally crazy week. Like I had to actually go in. I brought up my notes app, and I had to like kind of go through bullet by bullet by bullet all the things I had to do certain times because it's not normally like this. Normally, it's like Monday. All I got is team meeting in the morning. I've got uh, the uh, PhD entrepreneurs John John Facebook Live. That's it. It's scheduled. Tuesday, if we got a training program, doing that. That's it. It's scheduled. Wednesday, PHC on, uh, Elite webinar in the afternoon. That's it. That's scheduled. Thursday, we've got up to three one-on-ones. That's it. It's scheduled. Free's a, Friday's a free day. Sounds like I'm doing nothing. But the truth is that, that buffer gives me so much room for creativity where I, yep. I can do something else. I can right. find inspiration and go a completely different direction. You start using your calendar as using every single minute of the day. You can't do anything new, and I, I like I'm. It's also overwhelming looking at a calendar like that. Um, so that allow creating that freedom, I think, actually makes you more productive. Gets more work done. Yeah, certainly allows you to create more new things than you ever would have before. And actually, start thinking about why it is you do the things that you do. 
Yeah, I was just looking uh, here on our on uh, our Libsyn uh, download Sephora for the other podcast I was talking about, and there's a podcast that's on there. It's called uh, "The Effort Illusion: How Working Less Allowed Bomb Tech Golf to Finally Explode." And you look, and this podcast has the most podcast down has the most downloads of any podcast that we've done in the last three months. And it basically what this guy said was he said he was freaking out. His wife, he a guy named Tyler Sullivan. Mm-hmm. He, his wife, his wife had a, had a, they had a baby. Um, he was working 80 hours a week. His wife was unhappy. He was unhappy. He was hand making all of his golf clubs in his basement by himself. Wow. And, uh, and I'll, I'll cl- include this in the link uh, for people to check out if you want to download it. Um, but he basically was doing everything himself and he decided he just woke up one day and was like, I'm going to outsource 95% of what I do. Yeah. And so he found someone to come in and he taught him to make the clubs. And after a year, his business, the revenue, I think went up by 40% or something. So that is one of these things too, that it's like, there is, um, there is the, the, the thing, another one that a lot of business thinkers talk about of the effort or the illusion of um, sunken costs, I think it's called or something like that, where because you've already put time into something, you have to put more time into it. And Mm -hmm. it'll, you know, because you have to get it there. And clearly, that's like, not, that's a, that's a logical fallacy. It's not the case. So what I, what I would encourage you, uh, I mean, encourage people listening to this to think about is, and one thing I'm going to think about is how can I do 50% less? I might, I might not get there. I only, right. might, I only might get to 30% less. But how can I do less? How can I do less communication, right? How, I, don't want to down, I don't want to hurt my client service. That's what we have. That's our value proposition over other people. But how can I do less? How can I communicate less? Uh, how can I be smarter about reporting? Um, how can I make my optimizations faster? Um, all that type of stuff, right? So, um, so. I think that's a, a really interesting framework. Mm. As you think about as you think about 2018, are there like do you write it out by month or by quarter? Like do you set goals or like how do you how do you do that? No, I mean, I, <clears throat> and and Jared will tell you, I I hate trying to project anything into the future. It's more that I've got this framework now of w- what I'm going to follow next next year. So it's it's pretty simple, right? I'm going to continue writing a blog post a week. I'm uh, I, I'm going to need a new um, webinar, and that I will probably map out as far as what what that free w- webinar will be, what dates it's going to be specifically each month. You know, training programs. What dates will those be each month throughout the year? And I will create a list of topics, a, a working list of topics that could be covered um, in those training programs to determine you know where we're going to start but that's kind of the, the 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 end of it beyond that i'll continue updating my spreadsheet that's for revenue understanding what we did for the prior year that month making sure i beat it and trying to beat it by a lot um but it's i think the misconception like we kind of alluded to before it's not about doing more it's about doing different and doing it smarter so i expect to make 
more in revenue in 2018, but not because I'm working my butt off and overextending myself. It's because we're going to do things a little bit differently than we did before. Some of it's just making more money because I'm following the same path. And as you, I continue to see, follow the same path, I'm building the audience, building the email list, building all this stuff. They'll, I'll continue to make more in all likelihood. But um, so I think that's important for people to remember. Uh, improving revenue isn't always about doing more. It's about doing things differently, scaling. You know, if you got to hire somebody else, so be it. Um, that kind of thing. So that's that's really what I'm looking at. That's. I mean, I was. I've been thinking a lot about for 2018 as we kind of as we plan of of you know looking at our quarterly and looking at our yearly goals. Um, is been thinking about this the the quality. Um, piece of this, which somebody commented to me, um, Shane, my, my guy who works with me, uh, Shane's worked with me for three years and he just joined PhD basic. Nice. Um, and he said, and he had said, you know, I, should I join? Like, I, I think I'd get a lot of value out of it. And he's in every free group that's online. That's a Facebook ad group that you can imagine on Facebook. And, um, and he said, you know, there's not that many people in the PhD basic group, you know, compared to these other ones that have tens yeah. of thousands of people. I'm like, trust me, you're going to love it. Yeah. Like if, if you don't love it, I'll literally pay you back for it. And cause it's good for him to be in there. Cause it helps up his game. It helps up my game. You know, it helps everybody. So he, the, he, after a week, he calls me and he's like, I have to tell you, it is so quality. And that's a really, that is a thing that if you think about what we do as, as Facebook marketers, there's so much blog posts and ideas and there's like all this stuff that you get all the time as inputs and your clients want to feel the stability that you can provide. They want to feel the, the stability on the ad spend, the stability on the revenue, and you, you can be a calming force for them. So think I was thinking a lot about how I can be more quality. What can we do, right? Can I? We do a lot of reporting via Google Slides and via um, you know Google Sheets, right? It's very collaborative. Okay, how can I take that and make that more quality? How I mean, do we? I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, do we color code things differently? Do we put logos on it differently? Do we have a standard template deck that's designed to? make it feel more quality. I don't know. Um, you know, the, the processes that we do with Facebook, you can't make that, you can kind of have a formula, but not. So that's not somewhere where I think we can be more quality, but you know, it's just thinking about that piece of it because there's now there's so many people out there that do Facebook ads and Facebook advertising and Instagram advertising that what's really going to set you apart, I think is the quality side mm. of it. And your reputation is obviously a huge part of that. But if you're somebody that can can really provide that, uh, that's a big deal. Absolutely. And now I know you got to take off, Andrew. So any last words of wisdom or how, any way to wrap this up in terms of you know what how you're looking to plan for 2018? What are you doing? I mean, I think I think really the big stuff is checking out some of those things we talked about, right? If you're thinking about this for essentialism thinking about it, I think one of the things that we will do is we're going to set, as we always do, our quarterly, our monthly, quarterly, yearly, and five-year goals. So that's great, and, and that's it's a, and that's, you have a certain type of personality to do that. Like I, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but that's something that's really helpful to us, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not a financial goal. That's not a 
that's not necessarily a business goal, although it can translate down from that. It's where do you want to be in five years? Mm. What do you want to be doing? My personal goal that I've put forth is being able to, it's, it's a day. I come downstairs um, in, in the morning and, uh, and I'm able to have a nice cup of coffee, work, ha- work on my, the Fox, Foxville digital business, come home and spend time from three o'clock on with my kids and hang out. That's what I want to do. That to me is my goal. Uh, and so, so that's really what that five-year goal looks like. So now the, the other goals kind of flow down from that. How can we keep building a stable business and things like that? What else can we do? So that's the type of planning that I think we'll be doing um, of, of breaking that down. And then I think we'll be allowing a lot of time to think, just free thinking, free chatting, right? So that's really a big part that I don't think a lot of other people do. Awesome. And thanks for having me on to talk about entrepreneurship stuff. Yeah, it's been great. It's good times, man. Thanks so much for being on with us. No, I think uh, we, maybe we have to push out JR for now on. Maybe you'll just do entrepreneurship. Something. Yeah, who's JR? Exactly. All right, man. Well, thanks so much. And thanks for those who watched in PHC Entrepreneurs as well. Until next time, do awesome things. We are out.